Greetings, listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Yes, indeed, we are at the end or approaching the end of February. And I am going to the book, The Zen Way to the Martial Arts by Tyson Deshimaru. Introduction by George Leonard. And I'm going to read the introduction because there's some really nice jewels in there to listen to. Um, it's a small book, but it's so powerful, and I'm glad that I found it in my library because these are the things that I would love to share, and that if you don't have it already, that you have it in your library. But before we begin, um, Spotify for podcasters, uh, the platform is evolving. So I think at some point, and I know one of our listeners had asked about video, and I think part of the change is going to be video. So you'll be able to see me (laughs) in the podcast, um, such a thing. So still learning about it. You'll find out about it as it's happening. Um, But without further ado, let's begin. This is the introduction and we're going to continue looking through this book. And as always, I jump around because the idea is to get you to get your own book and add it to your library because these are so important to have. And as while they're still in print, then get them. Go ahead, get them. Go on Amazon and purchase them or go to your local library or in, and borrow it with the library card. Or you can also, you know, open up a bookshop and, and start selling them. Go to Barnes & Nobles or whatever your local uh, bookstores are and support them. Here we go. The Zen Way to the Martial Arts by Tyson Deshimaru. Introduction by George Leonard. A Japanese master reveals the secrets of the samurai. You must concentrate upon and consecrate yourself wholly to each day as though a fire were raging in your hair. These words of instruction to a medieval samurai might be said to contain the essence of what Zen master Tyson Deshimaru would tell his Western reader. To practice Zen or the martial arts, you must live intensely, wholeheartedly, without reserve, as if you might die in the next instant. Lacking this sort of commitment, Zen becomes mere ritual, and the martial arts devolve into mere sport. And I say, let's repeat that portion. Zen becomes mere ritual. Lacking this sort of commitment, Zen becomes mere ritual, and the martial arts devolve into mere sport. To show the unbreakable connection between Zen and the martial arts, Deshimaru goes back to samurai times. Most samurai follow Japan's national religion of Shinto, an extremely sophisticated form of animism in which all of nature is imbued with spirit, Shin. But they were also deeply attracted to Buddhism as expressed in Zen practice, The Zen emphasis on simplicity and self-control, full awareness at every moment, and tranquility in the face of death set well with the samurai way of life. 
in which a duel was always possible and the difference between life and death lay in one swift stroke of the sword. Better yet for the samurai was the fact that Zen offered a specific daily practice. Through Zazen, an unadorned form of sitting meditation, the samurai could effectively still the restless mind, perceive the ultimate harmony beneath seeming discord, and achieve the oneness of intuition and action so necessary for kenjutsu sword fighting. Indeed, as Deshimaru points out, Zen became known as, quote, the religion of the samurai, end quote. Modern martial arts such as kendo, karate, judo, and aikido go back directly to the marriage of Zen and Bushido, the medieval chivalry code of the samurai. At best, they are Budo. To translate these two Japanese words is difficult. Literally, Bushido means the way of the warrior. Bushi, warrior. Do, path or way. Budo means the way of war. Bu, war. But the Japanese character Bu, as Deshimaru points out, also means to cease the struggle, to sheathe the sword. So the emphasis in Budo is not on Bu, but on Do. Even Do has a flavor, a deeper meaning that is hard for the Westerner to grasp. For Do, the way, is essentially goalless, and we of the West have long been seduced by goals, by getting ahead, by winning. The difficulty in translating Do is reflected in a question that sometimes comes up during my own workshop sessions with non-martial artists. When I speak of my practice of Aikido, I am asked, what are you practicing for? I answer that at the heart of it, I'm practicing because I'm practicing. Yes, I gain certain things, physical conditioning and grace, confidence, comradeship, a sense of harmony, but even these fade beside the simple and compelling power of Do, the way. Aikido is my path, my way. Master Deshimaru emphasizes that the true martial arts take their spirit from Budo rather than from sports. And here's... um, an excerpt here, a quote from him. I have nothing against sports. They train the body and develop stamina and endurance, but the spirit of competition and power that presides over them is not good. It reflects a distorted vision of life. The root of the martial arts is not there. In the spirit of Zen and Budo, everyday life becomes the contest. There must be awareness at every moment, getting up in the morning, working, eating, going to bed. That is the place for the mastery of self. Many people these days come to the martial arts as if to a sport or worse, as if seeking an effective instrument of aggression and domination. And unhappily, there are studios that cater to this clientele violent and exploitative martial arts movies contribute to the corruption of Budo, and we are offered as well the fiction of some cinematic James Bond going off with a master for two weeks, during which time he will become 
totally proficient in some particularly lethal form of the martial arts. Knowing all this, I shouldn't be surprised when a newcomer, when a newcomer to our school asks, how long will it take me to master Aikido? Still, the question leaves me speechless. I have practiced Aikido for more than 12 years, during six of which I have also taught, and I feel considerable, considerably further from mastering the art than I did after my first six months. Perhaps I should simply respond as Master Deshimaro did when he was asked a similar question. How many years do I have to practice Zazen until you die? What I have discovered from my own practice is that Zen and the martial arts are not things that you er- that you learn or do. They are what you are. Let's repeat that one more time. <sighs> what I have discovered from my own practice is that Zen and the martial arts are not things that you learn or do. They are what you are yet our western impatience rises again and again we pursue instant accomplishment automatic reward the commercials on television promise us Captain Cook's travels at the drop of a credit card during a recent evening class I noticed a new student who was red of face and furious of countenance. I'm going to get this technique right, this muscular young man told me. If I have to stay here all night, I told him as gently as I could that he would be better off getting giving up all such ideas of quick perfection. I tried to think of a single technique that I've ever done absolutely right. I recalled moments of grace, certain throws that seemed to build and break as if in rhythm with an ocean wave, revealing the inner perfection of all movement, all existence. But I could bring to mind no forced external perfection based entirely on technique. It is a blessing of the martial arts and of Zen that they permit us a mitigation of not a transformation of time. Yesterday and tomorrow become less important. We turn more of our attention to the present moment and a lifetime. Thus, we are relieved of undue concern with certain urgencies of this culture. Fast food, quick results, fast temporary relief, 10 easy lessons. Master Deshimaro tells us of three stages that are common to Zen and the martial arts. The first is Shojin is the period of training in which the will and consciousness effort and the conscious effort are involved and which generally takes some three to five years of diligent practice. In Zen, this first period culminates with the Shiho transmission. The second stage is the period of concentration without consciousness after the Shiho. The discipline is at peace. The disciple is at peace, excuse me. He can truly become an assistant to the master and later he can become a master himself and teach others in his turn. In the third stage, the spirit achieves true freedom to a free spirit, a free world. These three stages are identical in Zen and in Buddha.
Throughout his lifelong process, there is an inexorable shift in emphasis in the martial arts from technique and strength of body in the beginning to exquisite intuition and a realization of spirit in the end. Master Morihei Ueshiba, the founder of modern Aikido, really realized the true potential of his art only after he turned 70, when he could no longer count on the power of his body. Most of the films which show his seemingly miraculous feats were made in the 60s when he was between 80 and 84 years old. But miraculous feats are only side effects, and the mysteries, mysteries of the East are chimeras unworthy of the attention of dedicated students of Zen or the martial arts. What Master Deshimaro says about Zazen is also true for Budo at its best. Zazen does not mean ecstasy or the arousal of emotion or any particular condition of body and mind. It means returning completely to the pure, normal human condition. That condition is not something reserved for great masters and saints. There's nothing mysterious about it. It is within everyone's reach. Zazen becomes, Zazen means becoming intimate with oneself, finding the exact taste of inner unity and harmonizing with universal life. To be fully awake and alive, to return completely to the pure, normal human condition, might be easy, but in this culture, it is also quite difficult. Perhaps only a few of us can attain such a condition all the time, or most of the time. But Tyson Deshimaru, using simple language and a richness of story and lore, has raised a glowing picture before our eyes, an ideal that can illuminate every life, and he has given me what I have wanted for many years, a book I can wholeheartedly recommend to my students and to all those who would know the inner meaning of the martial arts. George Leonard. And with that, we'll be right back. are back. Um, Didn't I tell you this was such a gem? The introduction alone speaks volumes. And it takes me back to when I started Aikido or any, uh, or even the martial arts when I was a a kid, when I was doing Taekwondo and going into the inner sanctum of self and learning. Having a good instructor is really helpful too. When they, when they put the mirror up or they introduce you to yourself and to show you how valuable you are as an individual, how you have all the tools you need within. And this happens for a lifelong. And I love the directness of this because it's like practice until you die. It's as simple as that. And maybe at times not as so simple. I love in this introduction, the contrast of Western civilization is a reminder of getting out of the mindset or, or recognizing um, the ideal of, of having no goals, being goalless. How beautifully written, I think, this is. And it explains it all. And to learn the history of the art that we are drawn to practice or call to practice I'd like to say also it's so 
fascinating, especially uh, introducing Zazen. And that's why I always encourage people um, in all facet, facets of the Japanese culture to study them, you know, whatever uh, draws your fancy. Learning how to read the characters, taking Japanese lessons, um, doing shodo, uh, doing tea ceremony, um, you know, maybe uh, doing, what do you call it? Spending a time out with colleagues and friends and classmates doing karaoke um, and um, all kinds of things. There's so many different ways of being and, and interacting with the Japanese people first and foremost because without having a direct experience, then you're just sort of, um, it's sort of not complete, let's say. And let's see here, I love this quote also about Zen and the martial arts are not things that you learn or do. They are what you are. And I know that a lot of us have heard the term of that a person's, who they are is revealed on the mat. It comes out there. And it's sort of the great equalizer, I like to say, being on the mat because you you don't get to stay fixed in one corner. You don't know what each practice will bring. And also, there's so many things that I love about this introduction. Also, the fact of uh, to the quote, I, let's repeat that quote. You must concentrate upon and consecrate yourself wholly to each day as though a fire were raging in your hair. And just being attention, being present at every single moment because this is your life. This is your life and you won't repeat this life. You know, you may repeat another life after you finish this one, but one at a time. But while you're on this life that's finite in this form, before you move to spirit, uh, do the best you can with this life. And you can have a fulfilled life. And I keep hearing things. I think, you know, on various forms and formats, I've been hearing lately um, a few times in different from different people, whether influencers, about, you know, at the time of someone's life ending is when they discover that oh I didn't live my fullest life or like you know when you're about to cross over and you leave this vessel that you discover oh wow this is how beautiful I could have and that nothing really mattered you know the the seriousness I took in things that not not to mention not serious doesn't mean not having responsibility Let's be clear about that. But uh, putting emphasis on things that are not necessary or you're um, not putting priorities in place of what really matters, like putting health first, for example, self-care, because without your body, without yourself, you can't do for others or put yourself out there. You can't or or continue your purpose. So self-care is really important, mind, body and spirit. And being attuned to that and moving in the direction accordingly to what is beneficial to you and to all that you're surrounded by. Um, So, yeah, I wanted to just sort of say those few tidbits. There's so much more to say, of course, but we will continue with this book and uh, of 
The Zen Way to the Martial Arts, A Japanese Master Reveals the Secrets of the Samurai. This book I have is a paperback. I've had this book for a while, and it is、um, it's yellowed pages, and I will continue to protect it. And the pages, the book is about 119 pages. It's very small. You can carry it around in your bag and read it in a commute. You sure can. And、um, it's great. And it's something I definitely recommend to everyone, just like our、uh, introduction by George Leonard. George Leonard says that this is a book that he can. You know, recommend to his students, to other people, and I do so for you if you haven't known about this book yet.、Um, but my dear friends, thank you again for tuning in, and we shall continue with this amazing book. In the meantime, until that time that we meet again, practice、um, discovering the things、um, to reach to your higher level, and have fun with it. You know, find a, a place to sit. In your home, that you can rely on, that is a constant, and that you can start every day very simply of enjoying connecting with yourself. You know, it's 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 nice to do it before the day starts and as the day closes. So this way, you have carved out a space that is not bothered by the the outside world. I mean, if you have family, embrace family in in that mix. And let things happen around you. If you have children, let them watch you do that practice, and invite them to join you in the practice. This is something I want to mention too. That when I was a child, you know, my mother would practice yoga in the wee hours of the morning, and you know, as she would practice, I would get up too, and I would kind of wander around the house, and then I'd find her in the living room doing her yoga practices very quietly. And、um, calmly, and she would see me come in, but she would continue. She would not stop and and have a conversation or anything like that. She would allow me to experience her yoga practice, and because of her her way of being,、um, I knew not to bother her, but I was allowed to watch and you know to experience or even join her. And eventually, I did in my ways because she would leave books all over the place, and I would look and open up the yoga books and start practicing the poses and reading them to see what is this pose about, what is this pose about, and it was my self check and and happiness like oh, and it felt good to do the yoga, and you too can do the same thing if you're practicing zazen, and if you have children in the house,、uh, your spouse, your partner,、um, friends, if you're if you have roommates. Then let them allow them to see that, and you know it's quiet practice too, but it's also a challenge if you're in a noisy place, like if you're in the middle of the city, and you can't block the noise out. This is also your practice to to be in the world, but not of it in a sense,、um, and to work that magic that you have as a human being、um, with spirit, a spiritual being having a human experience. And connect to that.、Um, so yeah, by all means, don't be afraid to do that. And you can start planning now, if you haven't already, or if you're not doing it already, like this. And let people come around. And, and the same thing if you have animals, if you have dogs or cats. 
make sure if you have a dog, you walk them first probably so that they're at ease. Um, and then maybe clean up for the cats um, beforehand so that you're at ease and maybe feed them. I don't know, early or, you know, set a schedule or, you know, if that is the schedule and then they would enjoy it too, because there are beings who are understanding that and they can feel your energy. So integrate it in your daily. And, and I promise you, you will find the magic that increases with that new practice of integration. So with that, with that, my dear friends, I leave with you and until next time, enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are in the world. Until next time.